West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. On today's show, we are going to lean country. Warning, this is not your mama's country music. This is West of Twin Peaks Radio with MJ Call on the Lost Church Free Radio, San Francisco. As a young girl, Louis Vuitton. Hello, hello, hello. MJ back again in San Francisco, saddled up and ready for another fantastic show with a focus today on country music. But I'm not talking grand old Opry country. I'm talking 21st century LGBTQ all colors of the rainbow country. And my guest artist today is one of the artists who've been at the forefront of the change in country music, queer country queen Cindy Emch of the Secret Emchie Society. That's the Secret Emchi Society with music off their upcoming LP, Gold Country, Country Gold. I'll chat with Cindy about being a change driver and longtime sonic ass kicker. Plus, we'll dive deep into the new LP coming up in my second hour. But first, a full hour of all-new eclectic country-leaning tunes, starting off with a queer country set and another huge country change agent, the artist Amethyst Kia, and a new live solo acoustic version of her 2021 breakout song, Wild Turkey. Late at night when I feel alone I cry in darkness, screaming to the unknown Cause she's never coming back No, she's never coming back Body and water for days and days Hopes for a safe return were hopes in vain Cause she's never coming back No, she's never coming back I was 17 I pretended not to care Staying them for years To escape despair When your soul dies You just can't hide it So hard to be an automaton Body of steel and wired circuits for my backbone Cause she's never coming back No, she's never coming back Wild turkey in the car seat The bottle's empty I hope it gave her some relief Cause she's never coming back 
never coming back When I was 17 I pretended not to care Stayed them for years to escape despair So dies, you just can't hide it. Everyone can tell. Hold on, will I ever feel?
butterflies Your golden hair in the sunlight And your heart so true Sailboats on the skyline Feel so good to feel fine Hallelujah Hallelujah No more waiting No more searching By a telephone pole to a dime bag girl who's gonna sell her soul on a corner around the corner from where her mama sits, waiting on a call she hopes she never gets. And there's a boy by a lock of white knuckles his bag, hoping that bully picks that other fag, hiding in the closet, playing pretend for a Sunday morning sermon, daddy preaching on sin. Same train, different track. Different mama, same heart attack, same bullet, different gun, different cross, same sun, same hell, different levels, different demons. Shaking hands with a rat just across the aisle. You voted for the snake and I voted for the rat. They're rolling in the dough and we're fighting for the scraps and it's a same crazy.
Long hairs, low eyes, I like your style We both ain't got a job I haven't seen my band in a while At least nothing seems to last that long So hit the road, pick freaking fantastic set of 21st century queer country music by artists who are changing the face of the genre. You just heard the masked singer, literally he always wears a mask, Orville Peck with the song Daytona Sand off his new LP, Bronco. Before that you heard the Brandies, Brandy Clark featuring Brandy Carlisle with the poignant song Same Devil off Brandy Clark's album Your Life is a Record Deluxe Edition. I also played Mary Gauthier's song, Fall Apart World, off her new LP, Dark Enough to See the Stars. And I started the set off with the wonderful breakout artist, Amethyst Kia, and a live solo acoustic version of Wild Turkey, performed at the Gibson Garage in October, and just released as a single. You can see her live for free this summer at San Francisco's Stern Grove Festival. Check their website for dates and how to secure a seat. All Queer, All Country, in celebration of my guest artist today, Cindy Emch, frontwoman of the Bay Area band Secret Emchie Society. We have a great chat and deep dive into her upcoming new LP coming up at the top of the hour. But we've got a full first hour of new country-leaning music to get to, so let's dive right back into it with Adia Victoria and a bluesy rocker, Ain't Killed Me Yet. My baby, you know I my heart wrote to roll And this life I'm living A dead end in a field of stone Support me when I drink and me When I smoke and keep the jukebox paid to me Book the road, now it's a hard way And living but the living ain't killing me Now it's a hard way And living but the living ain't Again, and I've been lying. If I told you that the devil ain't my dearest friend. 
I remember when I first drove with my dad up to Grass Valley Four hours north of San Francisco, just outside Nevada City The road winding through those dry brown hills of gold country I was ten years old and happy Out of school a week early We drove past the welcome sign People playing neath the pines Heard the music floating from the stage Pitched our tent and walked around My heart opened to the sound I didn't know it then But my life turned to page Standing round jamming To the sound of little Annie Baptized in the campgrounds Of Grass Valley Like nothing I had ever heard or seen It was jam grass for the hippies Old stuff from the 50s Just about nothing in between I stood and tried to play along Though I only knew a couple songs While Boulder Kids sat in with the band I watched an end beat from afar Head bowed down over my guitar Praying to catch that magic in my hands Standing round jamming To the sounds of little Annie Baptized in the campgrounds the Grass Valley Like I did the first time that I came to Grass Valley Standing round jamming to the sounds of little Annie Baptized in the campgrounds of Grass Valley been called one of the most compelling new voices in roots music. That's Molly Tuttle, born and raised in a bluegrass family in Santa Clara County and now recording and thriving in Nashville. You just heard the song Grass Valley off her terrific new LP, Crooked Tree. She's touring, and for Bay Area fans, she'll also be at the Stern Grove Festival this summer. Check their website for dates. Before that, you heard the feisty L. King and her new single, Out Yonder. And I started the set off with Adia Victoria and Ain't Killed Me Yet. 
Remember, coming up at the top of the hour, Cindy Emch of the Bay Area Country Band Secret Emchi Society is my guest artist with a fabulous conversation and deep sonic dive. But let's explore some other edges of the country roots folk Americana scene with new music from across the pond. English actress and musician Lola Kirk and her song Pink Sky off her new album, Lady for Sale. I stayed away all night This time I didn't even lose my mind
Into sunrise Off you drove To show us what's Just the beginning I microdosed For months and months Dissolved my ego In the acid
don't think you can underestimate the impact Taylor Swift and her songwriting style have had on music in general, not just country music. You just heard a cover of her hit song from her second breakout LP released way back in 2008, Love Story, done by English rockers Black Midi. That's how you know a song is solid. Before that, I played Dying on the Vine, a new single by Harper Gray, an up-and-coming songwriter and vocalist following very much in the Taylor Swift crossover path. I also played a song off the new LP by my favorite Pacific Northwest troubadour, John Craigie of Portland. The song was Microdose, the LP is Mermaid Salt, and this man tours like there's no tomorrow, so keep your eye out for Bay Area shows. And I started the set off with Lola Kirk and Pink Sky. This is MJ, and I'm so happy you've locked into West of Twin Peaks Radio today here on Lost Church Free Radio. My guest artist of the week, queer country queen Cindy Emch of the Secret Emchi Society, is coming up at the top of the hour. But let's end this first hour of brand new country-fied tunes with another group of LGBTQ artists who are redefining what it means to be a country singer. The band Lavender Country first started making music together in 1972 and is known as the first gay-themed country band ever. This is off their most recent album, Blackberry Rose, released just this past February. The song is Gay Bar Blues. 
Slither down the street Find the plain gray door Linger by the mirror Check my hair before I slide into that empty stool To cruise a guy who shouldn't pull He probably thinks that I'm a fool
as if she hits twice as hard Lord only knows why she stands by his side She's tough as the strings on her guitar Every fight is the same, girl And he's not gonna change, girl You took the dizzy road to love All in, worse or for better Here we go again Come on, Loretta, singing songs about running the show But your heart'll never let him go Come on, Loretta Come on, Loretta Come on, Loretta Come on, Loretta To love all in worse or for better Here we go again Come on, the writer singing songs about running the show But your heart'll never let him go Come on, Loretta the new single from drag queen TV personality, comedian Brian Furcus, better known to all as Trixie Mattel, and her new tune, Come On Loretta. Before Trixie, you heard New York-based queer country artist Karen Pittleman, a.k.a. Karen and the Sorrows, with the song Guaranteed Broken Heart. And the set started off with Lavender Country and Gay Bar Blues. Cindy Emch and the Secret Emchi Society is coming up next in my hyperlocal second hour, but I couldn't let the first hour go by without playing a newish remix from an artist who 30 years ago, nearly to this date, wowed the world with her breakout LP called Ingenue and her announcement that she was coming out of the closet as a lesbian. This is K.D. Lang and a Saint-Tropez remix of her song, Miss Chatelaine. Stay with me, you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. Just a kiss, just a kiss, I have lived just for this. I can't explain what I've become, Miss just a smile. Come, Miss Chevrolet. 
Katie Lang's song, Miss Chatelaine, brings us right up to the second hyperlocal hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio, featuring my guest artist of the week, Cindy Emch, the Oakland-based first lady of queer country, as the Huffington Post called her. Along with her band, Secret Emchi Society, Cindy has been out kicking sonic ass for years on the touring circuit, but recently carved out time to record a new LP up in Twain Hard and Gold Country called Gold Country, Country Gold. You'll hear a great chat with Cindy in a moment, but first, here's the single off the new LP, I Wish I Was in Texas with You. North, we're all pounding with snow. I'm stuck here, the highways and airports are closed. You're in the hill country, and we're both alone. Lord, I just want to. Depend on Ooh, ooh, ooh. 
good i'm just this is also my day job station so i was all like working on metrics and pulling information then i'm like oh gotta stop and like shift gears and like be a musician again yeah things have changed a little people are getting yes. busy busy again yeah busy well i hope we don't go you know what i hope we don't go back to the we were all so damn busy and i don't know, I know. what we were so damn busy with all the time you know, it was funny though, because um, I actually felt like even though I was stuck at home, I got busier because I released an album during the pandemic and like I started a new job and I got married. And I got on a record label. I got a booking agent. It was just like, and then like my friends are like, we're going to do online shows because we can't stand not seeing each other. So it was great. But like, and then, you know, people want to stay connected, which is also wonderful. I needed that for sure. But it's like, okay, we got two like Zoom game nights this week. And then my friend's mom is sick. So we're going to like Zoom with her. And then you got a show on Sunday on the Zoom. And that's going to last five hours because you want to see all the bands. And I was just always like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I haven't left my house and I feel so busy. It's so stupid. So all the stuff that happened music wise. Yeah to you, for you, with you, whatever, during yeah. the, during COVID, during the heat of the pandemic, because it's not over. Mm -mm. What, no. Would all of that have happened without COVID? Was that the trajectory things were taking before COVID happened? It was the trajectory things were taking before COVID happened. And actually, I feel like the, um, I'm starting like things for me are starting to kind of rev up again in terms of like touring and shows and things. And I feel like that I was on that track, right? As COVID hit, like COVID actually hit while I was on tour. And um, it was a weird, a weird situation because I had my friends come down from Canada and we were going to do a run of like five or six shows. It was a little micro tour. And we played a show in a parking lot in Oakland. <clears throat> because people were like, oh, let's try to maybe do something outside. This was like March 12th, March 13th, or no, the 11th. And March 12th, we had to show up in Grass Valley, which the bar is big enough that it would totally easily to socially distance. And we're like, man, we keep hearing about this crazy thing, but we got room, not a big deal. And then the next day we were supposed to drive over to Reno and Doyle to do a couple of shows, but we got stopped by a blizzard because none of us have snow tires. And we're like, okay, so, Let's not die to yeah. play a couple of dive bar shows. Yeah. And um, so we parted ways and the Canadians uh, started going back north to their next gig, which was going to be a couple days from then. They were like, oh, I bet they'll put us up and it'll be fine. And I, me and the band, we drove back to the Bay Area. And as I'm driving home, when I drive by myself, I tend to listen to news radio a lot. And so um, not any political news radio, just like the one that's got like traffic and weather and updates from ABC News. Yeah. And it was talking about how the governor had like that morning 
issued the, the shutdown notice for like Monday and I'm driving on a Saturday and I was just like, whoa, whoa. I just went from like being on tour for three or four more days to like, I'm gonna get home and plant a victory garden and uh, yeah. stock up on soda Sweatpants. water. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was very, it was, it was quite an adjustment, but I think, I feel like a lot of musicians have that story, you know, and, um, the, the music trajectory I was on, I don't know where it would have gone with the, the album I released in May of 2020 without the pandemic. It, it still got a lot of coverage, you know, and got like noticed by like CMT and NPR and stuff added us to their Spotify list for pride and things. So I feel like it still did okay. It was like the little album that could, but I think that now I'm releasing another new record in this May, two years later, and I feel like it, there's just a lot more opportunity to tour and promote it and like give it the love and excitement that I wish I could have given the last one, but was, you know, stuck inside. So it was too, too hard to do. Album, which is Gold Country Country Gold, mm -hmm. was this entirely created? Uh, obviously, since COVID hit, I mean, yeah, during that time period. Um, can you yeah. tell us a bit about the 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 birth of that album, so to speak? Absolutely. Um, so, I tend to write a lot of songs when I'm with other musicians or, you know, when I'm on tour and there's quiet moments or when I'm driving and I'm like, something about driving gets my thoughts going. So obviously pandemic, a lot of that was kind of shut down. And a lot of the songs ended up being very, um, I would say introspectful, introspective, sorry, and nostalgic. And a lot of it is about 
missing people and not being able to be with them. But it's also about like this inner journey of like, I often feel like I'm so excited to see the next person and go on the next trip and hit the next town that I'm not really great at sometimes at being fully present with the people I'm actually with. And so being forced to slow down and be present on things like Zoom or um, on the few phone calls I was able to have with people because, you know, it was just the whole figuring out how to interact with each other got really difficult. Um, I felt like it helped me slow down and get present. And a lot of the songwriting came from being really present in these feelings of just like missing my people and like my chosen family so much. Days in September Wish you were here With a case of sangria And those good bad ideas Swimming out in the water Under mountain starlight Well it's so Sonically, it's a departure from your previous work or no? Uh, it is actually because one of the things that happened was during the, the shutdown, I, um, I made friends with some, I, I made and more guitar nerd friends than I had before <laughs> and um, went down a few Instagram rabbit holes of guitars and I had been threatening to start playing electric for a while, but kept not kind of getting the right guitar. You know, like I'd borrow a guitar, you know, whatever. And um, my friend Marco, who now plays in the band, um, you know, all the time, Marco Bros, he let me borrow uh, a Gibson of his, a Gibson SG that he had. He's like, you can borrow it for a little while, see if it's a good fit. And I did, and it was. <laughs> and so, I talked to a friend of mine who works at a, a consignment guitar shop up in Portland, who often will hook me up with, uh, you know, refurbished guitars that come in. And I was like, if you see a black SG, it's got my name on it. So he did have one. He found one for me and sent it down. And so on this album, while there's still some acoustic playing for me, uh, I went electric. So that that's the big sound departure, I would say. And we just kind of, I wasn't afraid to get dramatic with it, you know, just to make things a little bigger. I, it's still, you know, indie Americana, but it's like my, my own personal stadium rock version. <laughs> From the bone sun, the ghost of the dreams, hunting for love, I got
must be really proud of this. I'm, I, I am super proud of it. I feel like, you know, there are some, there's a song called The Bars Are Closing that I wrote, like while all of the, um, the Black Lives Matter protests were happening and a lot of venues were closing. And it was really, um, you know, it. I intended it to be this kind of like, the song to me feels a bit larger than life. And part of that was just like, I felt like I wanted my like heart and my soul to just like feel like it was a, a source of power, just like coming out of my chest about how we need to come together and um, support each other in an intersectional way and also support these spaces where we figure out um, ways to come together. And where we hear music is often a place where we build community. And so, uh, you know, songs like that were so formed of the moment. I don't think I could have possibly written it without all of those different cultural moments happening at the same time. And I really, like, I wanted to get I wanted to speak to the political and cultural landscape of the moment without also being brick over the head. And I, you know, I feel really proud of that song, like we achieved that. The bars are closing. The city's crazy. And all we know is right here. The bars are closing. The country's crazy, the streets are running with our tears. No one's loving anymore. to think too, you know, uh, 
it, when I think of music that comes from other times of like great change or like kind of historical touchstones, I always am listening to it with that in mind. And it's hard when you're like right in the middle of it. You're like, it's not that big of a deal. But then like you take a step back and you're like, no, wait, there is a pandemic. There is a huge movement to like, you know, get some like equality and like representation in this country and like justice for people who have been so maligned. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. It's super. Oh, historical. and democracy is <laughs> almost dead. <laughs> right. It's just, fascism's on the rise. There's protests everywhere. We're all in a pandemic. But yeah. It's just it's another day moment. in the neighborhood. <laughs> I murdered your bourbon It didn't seem wrong That old rebel yell Deserved to be gone I murdered your bourbon It's a shame I must go expand your number of tour dates in your cities and your regions yeah and i'm not going to make any assumptions here but as a queer artist too yeah do you do you just go to enlightened areas and and this would and this falls in the covid category too right. um or are you getting out there in regions that aren't so friendly enlightened <laughs> um i am so one of the things that is true for me is that i'm originally from a very small rural town in michigan that um was very was no stranger to bigotry or uh, discrimination or violence and i do feel like you know that is a little bit in my dna and i, I kind of know how to walk some of those i know how to swim those waters to some degree and because of that, I also know that in a lot of the areas that might on paper seem less friendly, there's a lot of people like me and my friends who are there who don't have access maybe to get out to the more liberal enclaves or the places that seem more traditionally accepting. And they're still like, we want a community. We, we like we like artsy weirdos. Come on, like don't don't leave us behind. And so I'm not averse to going to places that are not traditionally liberal. By the same token, I part of the reason that I am so um, very out about my music being you know made by a queer person and um, I'm I'm unabashedly proud of that is also because I want to know that any bar or club that I'm going to play is aware of it and they are willing to have my back as we, you know, while we're there. You know, I don't want it to be some surprise that, you know, we get on stage and I sing a love song to my wife and then like, you know, the bar erupts with like fighting and like trying to get at the band. Like, I don't want the bar to be like, oh, yeah, no, we're like the center of hating you. Like, we shouldn't have booked you. Like, I want them to know in advance so that we don't have a bad situation that was easily avoidable. And I have been not booked at places because I was queer. I was trying to book a show near my hometown once when I was on tour. And um, they were interested until I said I was queer country. And then they were like, stop emailing me back. So, Well, and, and the plus about going into those those traditionally non- liberal or whatever you want to call it less welcoming regions mm -hmm. is there are people who exist 
there who are queer and whatnot who are looking to connect with something something Mm -hmm. someone anything you know and it must you must be a ray of sunshine you know for i mean for those type of people when you as you tour yeah i mean i hope so my my goal is to bring you know music to people that helps them feel connected and um that they can have empathy for each other and that we can all like have like a real heart connection with each other, like kind of share the fact that we as humans have a lot of similarly shared emotional experiences. And it's one of my favorite stories to tell, but like at almost every show, regardless of where it's at, when I, I have this one song called Jagged Edges, and it's a, a love song I wrote for my wife when I was going up to Canada to record a record. And I always introduce it that way because it's her song as far as I'm concerned. And every time there's usually like some sweet old straight couple like usually like in their like late 70s like waltz like doing a little little, like slow dance like love song happy moment to it and it it just thrills me because i'm like you know i want the music to be accessible to everyone i'm a queer person i write queer stories you know no matter even if they don't seem explicitly queer in the lyrics like it's all coming from like my perspective and if that's accessible to a variety of people and it helps us have a way to come together, I just see that as a huge plus. country um i think i really started out as a folk musician honestly like when i was i can remember when i was like 16 and i was teaching myself how to play guitar with like a i had like a a 12 string i had begged and saved for that i bought from the local music shop and a leonard cohen songbook and i just sat at the boat launch while i like charged fishermen the one dollar to launch their boat and I like just sat there with the guitar tabs and the songbook and I taught myself how to play. So that was really the root of where that music came from. And that like, you know, where my learning like bass was there. And then, I mean, I've always loved a million genres. I grew up like singing cabaret songs from the twenties with my mom while she played accordion. And like, I have tons of punk rock friends. And it was funny cause they'd always make jokes about being punks. And then they'd look at me and be like, well, you're not. But we like it when you hang out. Because <laughs> I never was a punk rocker. I loved punk rock, but that, like, I was way too, like, artsy bohemian kid. Plus, I also was, like, a dancer in a million dance classes like, until I was in college. And so I loved dance music. And, like, as a gay, I was also like, yay, dance music. And so, yeah. you know, it just, like, I liked so many differing things, like jazz, all of it. And so what really pushed me into country was... Um, I formed this band called Rhubarb Whiskey after watching, um, I was watching for my friend's birthday, we were watching um, Rio Bravo, the Dean Martin, Ricky Nelson, uh, John Wayne movie. And for his birthday, he was like, I've been writing a song and I want to play it for you. And he, he's an ex-punk rocker. And I was like, all right, you play it. And we watched the movie and he played the song and then we formed a band. It was just like that. There you go. Yeah. I was already in one band that was more like sea shanties and drinking songs. And 
he was like, let's make a country band and we'll do songs like the songs in Rio Bravo. And I was like, yeah. And so we just leaned into it. And then that sort of took over my heart more and more. You know, I already liked, you know, the Knitters and Johnny Cash and Lucinda Williams and Nico Case and Carolyn Mark and, you know, Dolly Parton and Willie Nelson. Like I already liked a whole bunch of country people. Um, but in my head, I just thought of them as good music. I didn't really think of them as country. And so then as Rhubarb Whiskey evolved and like turned into more of like a little bit of a honky tonk and then some murder ballads, you know, that it just kind of felt like the music that spoke to my heart the most. And when that band had to break up due to like, you know, band members moving away, the Bay Area is really expensive to live in. Um, I went through a couple more bands, same thing happened. And I just started a band that had my own name in it. So I could not have to keep changing band names. You're and not going to break up with yourself. I'm not breaking up with myself. Not yet. <laughs> and so um, I realized that when I was writing songs, even um, without those, those folks with me, um, that was the place it went. And then once I got the electric guitar, like the honky tonk got a lot more pronounced. <laughs> Gotta find out if I love you as much as I think I do. Gotta find out if I love you as much as I think I do. Gotta find out if I love you as much as I think I do. Oh, yeah, you do. As a, and as a queer artist, uh, has the country community embraced you or did you find difficulty there whereas you may have had less difficulty uh in another uh genres community um i'll say that if i'd stuck in folk music there's a really long standard standing tradition of lesbians and folk music that probably would have been very embracing that you know i if i was smart i would have done that <laughs> but, <laughs> Like, you know, I don't I don't think in terms of marketing that would, have, that would have been a wise choice for bookings and whatnot, you know, 10 years ago. But what I found actually is that there is a really large community of uh, queer country musicians that um, a lot of folks have been at it for a long time. I mean, Lavender Country obviously has been at it since like 1973, but there's there's like a, a you know, a, a healthy couple of handfuls of people who've been doing it you know, for five to 10 years and are starting to like make some um, some headway. And I mean, of the indie folks, obviously you have your Orville Pax and your Brandy Carlisle and, and all that that have been like, and you know, just really like getting in there for, and Amy Ray, who've been getting in there yeah, yeah. for a long time. But um, what I think is really interesting to me, the most interesting part to me is that I find that so many independent queer country musicians actually sound really really traditional like they make really traditional sounding country music and i think it's because so many of us you know even if we grew up with the music um we don't get to stay where we're from because it doesn't feel safe and so there's this desire to go back to a home or like sounds of like where we're from that harkens back to from when we were kids like it doesn't evolve into like what's on the pop country charts now maybe where we're from but like what we heard back in like the 80s and the 70s of like that sounds like home that's something i wish i could have held on to but it didn't feel safe to stay there so and i think that has a lot to do with why queer country folks tend to 
lean back into the older music more. Flying, there's no home map for this. Rolling deuces down to try and ease the pain. X is showing up and it starts again. Gotta find out if I love you as much as I think I do. Gotta find out if I love you as much as I think I do. Pleasure meeting you. I'm so you uh, I'm so happy Michelle connected us. I'm yeah, I'm, absolutely. So. Okay, have a great evening. Thanks you too. Take Good care. Night. Thanks. Thanks so much again to Cindy for sharing her story and her music. The LP Gold Country Country Gold is out May twentieth. Buy it on Bandcamp or any of your other favorite streaming services. You can also follow Cindy on Instagram at Secret Emchi Society or on her website at www.emchi.com. You're listening to the second hyperlocal hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'm MJ, and let's keep it on the cutting edge of country for a little bit longer with new music from Oakland's Miko Marks and the Resurrectors and a new single called Feel Like Going Home.
Oakland's fantastic Negrito is out touring worldwide as part of the rollout of his new LP, White Jesus, Black Problems. You just heard the song Tradu. The album, an accompanying film, tells the story of his seventh-generation grandparents' interracial union in defiance of the racist laws of 18th century Virginia. Look for the album and the film on June 3rd. Let's move on, but still keep it local with former West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist Christina Lee of San Francisco, whose indie project called Deep Talk is working on releasing a full-length project in the coming month or so. This is the first single off of it called Stare.
That was a brand new tune from San Francisco psychedelic fusion band Analog Dog called E9 Waves. They've released several singles last year and are playing shows around the Bay Area on the reg. I'm hoping a new full length is on tap for this year. Before Analog Dog, you heard Stare by San Francisco's Deep Talk Band. This is MJ and you're grooving to all new local tunes right now on Wasted Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. I have a feeling the Bay Area 7-piece band The Session is on the verge of releasing a new project. This is yet another new single released recently by the group. It's called The Noise.
former Wested Twin Peaks radio guest artist Zola and her side project along with Koa Ho and their new song In the Corner off a brand new EP called Cola that's spelled with a K. And before that you heard a new one from the session called The Noise. That about does it for this episode of Wested Twin Peaks Radio. Thanks again to my guest artist today, Cindy Amsch of Secret MG Society for chatting about her new LP Gold Country Country Gold. I'm going to be on hiatus for a few weeks, but you can tune into West of Twin Peaks Radio every Friday at noon on Lost Church Free Radio to hear a recent encore episode of the show. Or you can always plug into my podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts by searching for West of Twin Peaks Radio. And you can follow me on the Insta at WOTP underscore Radio MJ for news of new local tunes, shows, and maybe even some fun travel posts in the coming weeks. I'll be back in June with more great local music and guest artists. I'm closing today with new music from the Filipino-American rock band based in the Bay Area called Wander and a song off their brand new LP, which is called Home. The song is Promise. See you in June, all. Until then, be well, treat people with kindness. Peace. Peace.